0: for
1: bay 3 five. Okay. Copy that. Locked in for 3-5. <laughs> Welcome to the Bay 3-5 podcast. We are but a group out on the desert planet of Rathom. Uh, this is Transmission, uh, 14? Anyways, time doesn't exist. I'm your host, Vinny.
0: And I am the fart. That you're holding in right now, Sharon.
1: Just let it be. Let it go. Let it go. No, just keep... can't hold it back anymore.
0: Um. Anyway. Here I, I
1: am.
0: Oh, is that the sound of your farting? Yep. Oh. <laughs>
1: wow. Um. I'll um, <laughs> <okay>. come <laughs> back. Uh. <laughs> Today we'll be discussing episode 18 of the Clone Wars animated television show. All the spoilers, all the time. Follow us on all the social medias at TalkingBay3.5. We're on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Facebook. For your viewing pleasure. Um, I don't know... Oh yeah, the email... Uh, email us anytime at docube 35 at gmail.com. Um, Sharon? Yes? I don't know why we don't post a lot on the social medias. It's mostly my, me bad. Um, if you like what you guys are seeing, comment, let us know, I guess. We'll what do you like to see on the social medias?
0: Oh, Vinny. No, I know what to do. I will create an ultimatum. Look, guys, if you don't, if you don't give us suggestions, we're just gonna post the same picture of Jar Jar's butt crack.
1: Sharon, I don't have a picture of Jar Jar's butt crack. <laughs>
0: We're gonna find one, and we're just gonna post it nonstop and afflict the internet with it until it succumbs to our will. And um, somebody will comment, "Um, no more, please." And we'll be like, Oh yes, feedback." And we'll be like, "Okay,
1: rate us five stars, <laughs> um, please." <laughs> uh, or you'll anyway. be
0: accosted with butt cracks.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah, sorry about the butt cracks, everybody.
0: Oh, Vinny, you're apologizing for something that's not even happening.
1: Uh, hmm. It's a really bad tick. I'm sorry.
0: Can um, you stop apologizing?
1: Ah, I did it again. Um, let's get into this icebreaker.
0: Yeah, so the icebreaker for this episode. Um, so there's this precocious kid, um, Jabo, who and he like has like a bunch. He like inherited a bunch of these like old b One battle droids. And I was and he just like sort of uses them to like fan him and like be his friends or whatever um and it made me thing. sort of <laughs> yeah, it made me sort of curious, um if you had a hundred b one battle droids, what would you do with them?
1: If I had a hundred b one battle droids, I would have them all watch my three d printer and make sure it doesn't. What? Kill. <laughs>
0: What? And don't then you I could already have
1: Fall asleep And not stress about the print the next morning
0: Don't you already have Like a camera that's like affixed to your 3D printer I do
1: I worked really hard on making this Octoprint thing And it failed on me So I don't even know who to trust right now <laughs> <laughs> But oh, I know really? I could trust my handy dandy 100 B1 battle droids
0: Every single one of them. Every
1: single one of my boys.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I, that was not what I was expecting. I was expecting, like, maybe theater? Like, reenactments? The <laughs> Some kind of, like, uh, revenge plots? But no, just um, watch your 3D printer.
1: Yeah, I mean, we would make the best jizz band, too. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay. Giband and baby funny I was gonna you... say it just <laughs> i would I would honestly, if I had my way, I would eat program each of them to to um reenact the mean girls um uh, Broadway musical and just have them like do a show that's, that's seven brilliant. To, seven nights a week <laughs> yep, anyways, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I think they, they seem really cute and they don't seem designed to actually battle.
1: Right. I feel they're like so they... they I mean, they're supposed to be cheap and mass-produced.
0: Um, yeah, but I mean, like, but they all have, like, these, like, like, personalities and, like, these, um... Like, they they all seem to have, like, these personalities and, like, such, like... uh, They're, they're all very charming in this sort of pathetic kind of way and I just... I just wish that they could do other things other than, like, shoot which they just are I mean, not great at
1: season like mace windu literally gets on some crates and is like i've slaughtered thousands upon millions of your people if you lay <laughs> down your arms we could reprogram you into a more useful and peaceful life
0: no nah. yeah. and
1: they start shooting him anyways yeah yeah <laughs> <Man.
0: laughs> R A P. It was worth all a those shot. Anyways, today's um, episode all
1: right. is The Mystery of a Thousand Moons, directed by Jesse Yee, director of Bombad Jedi and Dooku Captured. Um he also directed some sort of crazy episodes, you know. Uh also written by Brian Larson. Yeah. Um I don't know. What do you think? What did you think? It's a, he's he's come back, Jesse Yee. He's working on more Clone Wars. What do you think this time around?
0: This is the third episode that he does, and this is the last episode that he directs. So of of like the episodes that he's directed, it's Bombad Jedi, the crazy, um, the crazy uh, Jar Jar episode in which Jar Jar is mistaken to be a Jedi. Um, he then directs Dooku captured, which is the one where Dooku, Anakin, and Obi Wan are all strapped together, like some kind of weird fan fiction. And yes, then this episode. Yes, Daddy. Um, so I, <laughs> it he has an interesting streak. Um, though at the same time, I feel like I don't, I don't <laughs> have an the interesting eye.
1: Interesting Jar Jar streak, and he's also got weird bondage and.
0: There cringe. is not a. Lo- there's not a lot of Char-Char in this episode, though.
1: There's not, and it's like, like I said last episode, it's kind of like uh, sprinkled in there, like a little bit of kaya, a little bit of paprika, a little bit of, uh, you know, oregano. Just a little bit of spice, see what it tastes like.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that it's Char-Char who ends up never getting um, the blue shadow virus in this episode.
1: Uh, he wasn't close to it, you know, he got out of there.
0: No, he didn't. Wait, he no, didn't no, 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 yeah, he there. had the
1: suit, though, the whole time, and then, like, by the yeah, time but... he was maybe in danger, they got Obi-Wan in. So, Obi-Wan and Anakin, this episode, some heavy stuff is going on, like, wow. But, uh, yeah, like, I, I've been wanting to talk about this stuff, because... A lot of Anakin's loved ones are in danger this episode, and it shows. Um,
0: Yeah, Ahsoka, Padme... Yeah, like, like... Rex. Rex!
1: His boy! And his girl! <laughs> and his little girl! Like... <laughs> they're all gonna die! And, like... This whole time, him and or Obi Wan's just being like, "I'm hide- I'm also just as stressed as you are, my friend, but I'm hiding it very well." And Anakin is freaking the well, fuck out, and it's great.
0: Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, like Anakin um does have these attachment issues, and um, it's something that like he's had because of. The, his because of the trauma that he experienced in episode two,
1: right? Um, I mean, with his if mother. he were if he were in an interview and they were to ask him what of his strengths are, he does well under pressure, but barely. Like he barely kept together this whole time. I mean,
0: like, he's only he's one done...
1: had to yell at him a few times to be like, "Get it's
0: your but head I don't...
1: in the game."
0: I don't think it's about pressure though, because like I mean, he like three episodes ago, he was in a plane that was falling on another plane <laughs> that was falling and, like, was and felt like it was going too slow and so he fell I would jump. He jumped out of it anyways um, I like, I don't right think there. pressure is really the issue here, I think the issue is more, like, he can't really emotionally cope um, with mean, the don't. idea of of people that he holds dear leaving him, and that kind of lack of control. I I think that that's that's more of it.
1: Well, um, today's fortune cookie is never trouble trouble never trouble trouble till trouble troubles you.
0: (laughs) Buffalo, 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 oh. buffalo, buffalo. You know? Yeah. Do what? You to... Wait, do you want to say it again? Let
1: me let me go one more time. Just so okay. everybody at the back. Never trouble trouble till trouble troubles you. <laughs> Anyways, this, is... this week's episode of
0: fortune, that's cookie not a fortune cookie is that's a tongue
1: twister. That is a tongue twister.
0: Share it. Today's
1: episode fortune cookie is a single chance is a galaxy of hope. Oh, that's where I wonder if this is where that uh the galaxy of hope came from. Like we've heard that a few times now as Star Wars fans.
0: Oh really? Mm hmm have we heard galaxy of hope
1: so actually like yeah i don't know like i don't know maybe galaxy of hope would be a good charity thing to do i think there's like a kickstarter out there for it i think it was like a i think there's a documentary called galaxy of hope anyways
0: i don't know i like you're my galaxy of hope
1: oh sharon stop it (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know what do you think of that boy with all them droids just lounging? Like, there I'm... was a war here, but everybody's gone now. There's something in the sky. I think it's a god or something, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's goal It's oh my goal god. I, I, okay, so, first off, J-Bo, it's like this precocious kid who just has a bunch of, like, D one droids. Honestly, I think the droids have more pra- personality than he does. Um, I like I, I think his his droids are cuter than him, but that's fine. He's like practically a man because he's seen so much war. Um, I but I like the idea of exploring worlds where, um, they're not currently like I think because like it's Star Wars. That we constantly are seeing like conflict as it appears, but I honestly like the idea of exploring worlds and planets that have clearly been afflicted by war but are not like but like but that it's been afflicted and that it's happened, but that it's still rippling in in the community, even if it's not like existing there right. like for it's example like
1: i the scars haven't healed
0: yet yeah well it's not even like scars though it's more like it's more like um there there was like this hole that was created because of the conflict and suddenly like there has to be like it's not that society can just ignore what happened and so it just lives around it like i i've always been fascinated by like you know how in episode seven uh back when just the teaser trailer came out and you saw that long shot of Ray's um, speeding past.
1: Right. Um, under
0: Popsicle Speeder. Under Popsicle Speeder of um, speeding past like a Star Destroyer. And that like there's like this whole economy of of scavengers that just scavenge one Star Destroyer. And like one of one conflict that happened like a generation ago. And um and I and I found that fascinating, and I sort of wish that there were more stories like that. And I felt like this episode sort of felt like that, where like the separatists have gone, like they're not on um this planet anymore. I think it's called Diego or something. think like they're not on this planet anymore, but they left all these things, and like they've murdered so many people. That, like like Jabo, it I think it's implied that he doesn't have parents. And that he was orphaned because of of what happened, and um, but it creates like this kind of trauma that, like, it completely affects everyone that resides on that planet.
1: Right. Um. Like, there's blood in the water, and it's just tainted. It like we yeah. see that like the people are definitely afraid of whatever's out there and the fear won't go away because the bad guys have gone. Yeah, yeah, like, it,
0: it's, like, more complicated. Like, and I think it complicates, like, what Anakin and Obi-Wan are doing because, like, sure, they could, like, save them from, uh like, this web, this, like, uh, what is it? Like, a laser web, I think, and they they could save them from, like, the conflict of the war, but like, even after that fact, like, there's still something that they can't really fix for like civilization and society. And it sort of makes you wonder, like, how much, how worth it is, or not, not how worth it it is, but more, um, how powerful Jedi really can be when it comes right. to sprinkling some hope around parts. the
1: galaxy.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. They are I a mean, the pepper
1: of the force.
0: I mean, they did destroy, like, Groll or whatever. Oops. Which, who, who, Isn't what, that crazy, a crime? what crazy, what crazy Quorin, what crazy Quorin was like, yeah, I mean, it could be lasers, but maybe it's droll. And everyone's just like, sure crazy guy
1: sure you're probably right you make the most sense out of us our 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 older guy left already uh, I mean it's been, like
0: so I mean like I it couldn't have been elder. that long What's that like part? it couldn't have been that long since like the Separatists have left like it must have been like what four months and <laughs> some corns just like it's scroll. Man, it's like... scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was—he he was weirdly melodramatic throughout the entire episode. It's like it's a curse. Yeah, some crackpot and...
1: is just like, yeah,
0: it's <laughs> ghosts. And yeah. Obi Wan's just like, um, okay, oh,
1: why, why? It's another one of those planets. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, I thought the character of Jabo, like, he's just some kid. He grew up in war times, like. Who knows, he might become something like Dinjarin or something, but he's a smart boy, you know.
0: <gasps> oh my god, do you are you creating a Dinjarin origin theory?
1: No, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Like, um I don't think it would line up like that. He would be older than Han Solo and like all the boys. Um but maybe and also maybe like just... he
0: hates droids.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah this kid is like very clever, like he even like spliced a few different droids together together to get him to work um, um yeah,
0: like um uh like even Anakin was um impressed by what he did and can like realize that as one tinker to another tinker,
1: right, well, I love that like we're pointed out that like even the Jedi with all their knowledge and databases like don't know. The whole universe like they know what they know but there's still like wild space out there that they are unaware of
0: yeah like jacosta new can suck it
1: yeah look at all this the open jedi archives open are clearly un- incomplete <laughs> yeah
0: clearly um yeah um yeah Jocasta and, and
1: new, i think
0: nerd but, <laughs> but i love uh, I I love that fact about Star Wars, like just the idea that there is like all this world that that still needs to be explored, um, and that the world is just so big, um, and, and I wish that we could experience it more, um, but yeah, uh, I'm surprised, uh, Vinny, you know, like I never noticed how many references, um, or foreshadowings of the Death Star there are in this show. Until right. I started doing this podcast, because like the laser I mean, web some has like Some are more like that.
1: obvious than others.
0: That's true. Yeah, like the um, like the laser web in this episode, like clearly has like a, a dish that sort of looks like the dish on the Death Star. Um,
1: right, and it's all bouncing across each other, like it kind of looks like a laser beam, but it's more like directed energy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes okay. it. It's really surprising, like, cause like I feel like the malevolence had like a moment like that where like it wasn't so much like the actual design, like it looked like a ship, but mm-hmm. it was like the the interior shots and and how it was shot,
1: right? Um, like the actual made it... like blast hole of it.
0: Yeah, it and then like really... in that
1: <laughs> convincing.
0: Yeah, and then in the Goldie arc, the that um the one with the R six and R two D two being lost. Like, the recycling station almost, like, gave me, like, the Death Star vibes. And it's just, like, maybe I just wasn't paying attention before, but, um, yeah, it's, it's surprising how much it, the Death Star is sort of looming over everyone, even though it's, like, the prequels.
1: Director Krennic must have had an easy job, like, he didn't have to actually design it, (laughs) He just had to point fingers at Galen, hey, get this laser working what? like I don't
0: he know. has like he's like scattered like a like uh the malevolence like as like a photo. It's just like do it like this sort of and like a laser web. it's just like mm-hmm.
1: yeah mm yes, yeah, so, well, so the old republic had these dishes, I just need to make it larger, and these are they already have a pretty good blast hole design, so if I. I've got my dish. (laughs) I've got my blast hole. (laughs) Ugh. Blast hole dish.
0: And then be well, Caitlin or so is just like, and he's just like, okay.
1: Ugh, okay. So, no, that's not how this works, but you killed my family, so I guess I'll work for you. But I'm putting a blow up device. Don't tell them for. (laughs) <laughs> i'm 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 currently finishing up the or i'm like on the last two chapters of the second thrawn book by timothy zahn the newer oh, yeah,
0: you like, how I, are you liking it i
1: loved it like i never considered myself an emperor guy, empire guy
0: uh-huh. until
1: like recent life stuff where i felt i needed to don the mask of our lord and savior emperor palpatine um <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, thought, holy thought, shit, thought, Thrawn okay. is a badass, and, like, I really enjoyed it. Like, for most of the book, he's, like, trying to figure out one thing, but one thing leads to another, and there's a whole imperial conspiracy on I don't want to spoil anything too far if you haven't read it, but, like, it gets deep. And the emperor comes in and is just like, mmm, yes. Get get it, my blue boy. This is why I hired you, Grant Eben Throne Nyoroldo. Nyoroldo. I can't speak. I can't speak chiss. I can't. We have to get my boy, my boy Jr. on here to, like, do some chiss, because he does a really good chiss accent
0: anyway yeah. oh, I um, didn't even realize that. Oh, Trish I didn't know him.
1: either till he whipped it out at Star Wars D and D, and I was like, oh what? shit! write that Whoa. Out. whenever he does that, mm-hmm. he gets some inspiration points. I am a benevolent DM. Mm. Well, uh, I can also talk. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like, I just like, how does hyperspace work? First of all and like how did they get from one planet to the other super quickly with like this weird route that they needed to go to that planet for
0: like, yeah it like it, it was like sort of um a they magical must have route a that...
1: really fast hyperdrive
0: and also like really speedy doctors i mean like if the coronavirus could be cured like if we just found some random route somewhere and that we could immediately, <laughs> if we had to like, go just... down a
1: cavern yeah fight off some mon- seeds share This is what we have to do. They already, George Lucas, <laughs> he saw this, this, this prophet and he's like, all we gotta do see, all we gotta do is you gotta go to some other planet <laughs> go down this cavern fight off these tentacle plant monsters don't, don't upset them. You don't have to, <laughs> but I know some of you might not have the patience and might just jump down like some damn fools for this roof. <laughs> But then you're hyper- <laughs> You have to make sure you have a ship with a fast hyperdrive. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm just glad the doctors of Naboo were able to make a cure in the end. I know. But oh my it's god, my terrible. girl Ahsoka looked terrible.
0: Oh my god! Wait, I felt okay. Wait, can we talk about the subplot? Because I actually like the subplot a lot more than the actual episode.
1: I mean, I don't course. know. There's
0: something. There's something about like the. I don't know. There's something about characters that I like getting sick, that like. I don't know why I like it, but I do. Um, but besides my weird like likes and dislikes or whatever, I, I felt like... so like the the entire subplot is just that um, the B1 battle droids that are remaining on the station are trying to get out so they can release the virus. Um, and um, Ahsoka, Padme, and Rex—they're all they all have like the blue shadow virus, but they're trying to destroy the B1 battle droids, sort of knowing that they're like already dead, uh, but doing their best anyways while they're still alive, um, to contain it. Um, and uh, it but I felt like the clips that they did show were only clips of Ahsoka like doing the work. And I felt like it, it almost looked like uh, Ahsoka was like getting sick.
1: She was like, getting worse beating... and worse.
0: I and mean, all like Padme and like Rex, like they were they were following her and they were also like getting worse too. But it just seemed like everybody, like, was running to watch Ahsoka beat up a B1
1: battle droid. I know, they're just like, out And Rex is just like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nyeh. 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 And Padme was just like Oh! Ah! And me, well, Jar Jar is fine. Yeah, he's just like, what's that going on over there? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh I think geez. is Jar George the one that like breaks Padme's suit, so like Padme didn't have to like. Get I the think Jar Jar
1: did mess up Padme's suit. <sighs> uh, I don't think Padme told Anakin that because maybe we would have had Gunkin stew he would have known
0: oh my god save us you know if that were to have happened then Palpatine's plan would have gotten true um,
1: oh my gosh Sharon you're so right
0: yeah so maybe it was Palpatine but true cover up
1: true cover up I'm gonna bring back this shadow virus but I'm also going to take out that senator I don't, I
0: don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to... How, how are we on time? Do you want to blow up this taco stand? Uh,
1: I don't know. Any final thoughts?
0: Mm, I like that this episode...
1: Hmm. I don't know. Do you like the draw?
0: Droll! Droll!
1: Um. um the I like... great and powerful. Um
0: oh, Vinny, can I can I ask you a random question? Of course. Why why is it that the corn look exactly like the ood in um Doctor Who? <laughs> Do they look exactly the same?
1: I think the ood didn't come till later I think The Quarren were around before the Ood. I don't know. Like, it very much seems that Doctor Who and uh, Star Wars draw from each other. Give or take. Like, a Hydra Spanner looks exactly like a Sonic Screwdriver to me. And I'm just like, can I just carry a Sonic Screwdriver if I wanted to? No? Alright. Thanks, F-Team. Um... But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, uh, mm. it's very, it's the space and in the future, but also in the past. It's a, it's aesthetic, right?
0: It just, it sort of takes me out a little bit because I just, I, it, I see it and I'm like, oh, that's. Wait, is the doctor gonna show up or like, or <laughs> I'm like Tardis? watching.
1: Well, in theory, uh,
0: Dave Filoni. Oh
1: is a huge Doctor Who fan and has put in a few, uh, Doctor Who relics
0: Oh really? Like what?
1: Um... I think at one point we see a whole TARDIS What? Yeah No way Uh...
0: Doctor Who's canon Hmm.
1: Yes? Hmm. Cool Um, Anyways, let's blow up this taco stand
0: (laughs) Okay, let's blow up this taco stand
1: I have spoken. Copy that. Meet me at Hangar Three Five in half an hour.